Hey listeners, this is Becca. And before we get started with this episode, I just want to give you a little intro into this series. Now, I have been wondering for a while, what does it look like to use your skills to educate others? And how does it look for each person? It can be so, so different based on your circumstances. And I really, I really do believe like anybody anywhere can start a business. So for the first couple episodes, we're going to be focusing on education. And I love the contrast of the guests that I have because the first one you're going to listen to today is just one entrepreneur, so young, so fresh. And honestly, if you listen to her voice, she's literally shaking while we're having this interview because she's so nervous that this is the first time she's ever done something like this before. And wow, just just the tenacity of someone to find the opportunity to use their skills and make a business. And then the next guest in the next series is someone who's so much farther along and has so many more uh, resources and experiences to be able to lean on to start a business and educate others with their skills. And, and then finally, I'm going to dig into an ending episode on the things that I learned using my skills to teach and educate others throughout owning my business and also through a more recent opportunity to be able to do that. And when I say opportunity, I am not talking about a sales pitch. Quite honestly, I just do not have the time to give you any opportunity. (laughs) But I I do think it's going to be a super fun ending episode. So I hope you enjoyed the series as much as I did putting it together over the last couple months. And if you do have any feedback, feel free to hit me up on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. Welcome to Business Talk, Sister Gok. I'm Becca, and today's podcast episode topic is how to leverage English to build a business. And with me today, I have an international guest. I'm super excited about this. One, because we've been planning this for over a year, and two, because we actually get to be in person in Hungary, the country, <laughs> yeah. uh, with Ipari today. And how do you pronounce your whole name? Because I know that I want to make sure that I get it. My full name would be Aipiri Mavlenkulova. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's um, post-Soviet Slavic. Uh, I have a post-Soviet Slavic uh, surname. That's why it's pretty long. Okay. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Aipiri. I'm from Kyrgyzstan, but currently I am living in Hungary, studying and working part-time. And uh, uh, I'm going to mainly talk about how I opened my business uh, in social media. Yeah, and I'm super excited about that. Using English as a really big piece of that. So tell me a little bit about what you do and and how you do it. Like, what's the story behind how you got started? So basically, from my childhood, uh, my parents were always encouraging me to learn English and uh, uh, always study well. And especially, I started learning uh, English alphabet when I was even five years old even before then, uh, Russian or uh, Kyrgyz language. So I speak three languages, and uh, I was really passionate about English. And uh, the first part of it, because my parents were encouraging me, and then I I started watching TV series, and I got very um, curious about the culture. And then I found, uh, when I was in high school, a future flex um, leaders program, which basically um, a 
U.S. government scholarship, merit-based, and I applied there, I got in, and uh, my journey on uh, improving my English started, I would say, in my life. I was thinking that I know English pretty well, um, but then I realized I don't know much uh, about how to really speak and interact with um, people. And then after a year of exchange in U.S., I would say my English improved a lot and I understood that traditional ways of learning English in my country is not uh, really working. Mm. And that's why I decided that I want to help people to really um, improve their English on a practical way. Yeah, so okay, what is the the language? Yeah, so um, I'm from Kyrgyzstan and I'm also actually from southern part, which is pretty um, small village and for for uh, my country English is not the second language even it's third language okay. so my first language is Kyrgyz and then I speak Russian and third one is English in Kyrgyzstan people would learn Russian more because of post-Soviet uh, because Kyrgyzstan is post-Soviet country mm-hmm. and English was just getting um, popular mm-hmm. but back then not everyone would speak it but right now it's more common to see um, young people speaking English okay so tell me about your saying that you don't think that the way it's being taught is is what you think is effective and, mm-hmm. and what how did you learn that and what did you do with that information I always knew that uh, traditional method at school which were taught by books or theory wasn't uh, really effective because I wouldn't understand most of things on YouTube or TV series and uh, we were just learning grammar which I would believe even locals make mistakes. So I guess one of my questions for you is when you say even locals make mistakes do you mean even the the teachers were making mistakes in what they were uh, providing? Uh, no, I meant that um, Americans themselves mm, uh, mm-hmm. okay. doesn't use the grammar properly. Mm-hmm. I realized that even on, this, on the songs, lyrics, and on TV series, and when I was living in America, I realized that um, to be able to communicate effectively with people, which is the most important thing, I, I mean, um, using the language, I used to be able to speak it. Yeah, and uh, we were just learning to write it, and uh, um, our writing skills and grammar was good, but speaking skills were lacking. And most of the time, the speaking skills, I think, is um, very in demand. And... Uh, and I wasn't able to speak properly, um, and uh, that's why I realized that I should help people like me to improve their speaking skills. And uh, uh, when I opened my English courses, I was I was focusing on improving spe- speaking skills. Okay. Yeah, and and how did you go about doing that? Because I know that for a long time you just had. Was it just a cell phone? Um, I would say that my journey was pretty long because I was working for someone else who had a business first. 
Yes, uh, I worked first in the city, in the capital city, for pretty famous uh, English courses. Also worked in the small cities, and uh, the students I taught were very different from each other. I taught little kindergarten kids and until elderly, so it was very different students. So with that package of experience, I decided that I can open my own English courses. To be able to do that, I started working on my social media. I built a personal brand, and then I started showing that through English, you can achieve anything. If I didn't know English, I wouldn't be able to do exchange year, which was fully funded by U.S. government. I, I wouldn't be able to apply to scholarship in Hungary and study for free and get a scholarship. I wasn't be able to meet incredible international people all around the world. Uh, I wouldn't be able to make connections that I have right now. And uh, without English, I would have very limited opportunities. So I realized that English is the key to opportunities I can... Um, so you started building your Instagram around that and just teaching other people about what you did. Yes, because I realized that this uh, through English, through the language, uh, you can achieve a lot of things. And uh, resources in English is more than in Kyrgyz and Russian as well. Mm. So uh, I also realized that if you know English uh, well enough, uh, you can apply to a lot of scholarships um, and you would be able to apply by yourself, not through the agencies, which take a lot of fees. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's go back to that, because I think that's really valuable, and I think that that's why your Instagram does so well as well, because, and, and I think, too, let's pause here, because uh, iPre doesn't have, like, millions of followers, but you don't need to in a country that, first of all, hasn't adapted a ton of technology, and also, second of all, doesn't have a lot of content creators in that language. Um, and, and I think that you said something really valuable there where there's a lot more content out there in English than there is in Kyrgyz and Russian. And so if you just create content in those languages, you're going to have a ton of people wanting to learn, right? Yes. Um, I didn't create a content in English specifically, uh, but I was actually using Russian, but teaching uh, English through Russian. So all of your Instagram posts, what language do you write in in the caption? I write in Russian because I have very different followers and mm -hmm. some of them might be beginners and might not understand um, big words. Mm -hmm. So I have to make it in Russian. And most of the people who signed up is from different countries. So right now, uh, I was thinking to switch to English already because the followers that I have mostly do speak English and they want to apply abroad. In my Instagram page, I pretty much show how to learn English, how to study abroad for free, uh, how to get a scholarship, how to manage your time effectively. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also 
translate my life abroad. Like share about your share, life abroad. Yes, yeah. I share my life abroad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. And I think, um, so basically you're, you're essentially doing how-tos on different things. Tell me a little bit about what, since you've started this journey, what has happened with um, building a program or teaching people? And then what, has, what have you learned from that and, and what are you doing with it right now? So basically, when I moved to Hungary, first year, it's really hard to get uh, documents right away because of bureaucracy. And I was not uh, employed mm-hmm. because I didn't have enough documentation. Then I realized that I have enough experience and I have my blog already, uh, personal brand in Instagram. And then I decided that it's time to launch my English course English course. Uh, business Mm -hmm. and it was uh, I was very excited about it and at the same time scared because it was my first time doing it and I didn't really expect that I it will be in demand uh, this much Mm -hmm. and uh, I started having a lot of customers and I was able to collect first 50 people who wanted to have individual classes and in the group and then um, a lot of people just started demanding and asking if I have English courses because I in the blog I also shared about how I was teaching other students while Mm -hmm. I was working in those uh, companies before Mm -hmm. and when my Instagram grew I had highlights about my experience I also showed that I have enough experience of three to four uh, years where I was tutoring or I was um, teaching in companies already. Mm-hmm. So I had enough uh, courage to open my own um, business and it was pretty successful. Yeah, yeah. and then um, you decided to, to, to scale it a little bit, didn't you, for a little while? Yes. Um, so it went very well, um, but I did this, I, I launched these courses in, only in summer vacation, mm-hmm. summer holidays, because uh, I wasn't able to manage everything during my studies in Hungary. Mm-hmm. So I realized that I need more help mm-hmm. and I want to do this during my studies as well, not only in summer. Okay, so, so you started teaching during the school year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I decided that I should delegate more stuff and hire some more teachers. Okay. Because the amount of students were rising, mm-hmm. and I decided that I need more help, and it's better to do things with community and people who are passionate about teaching and also helping people to uh, reach their dreams because English uh, there's a lot of different students with different goals Mm -hmm. and um, they want to reach those goals only they can do this only with learning English so I had very different people like uh, elderly 60 years old uh, elderly who wanted to move to U.S. and uh, expand his business. He was already a successful businessman in Kyrgyzstan. I had a, a girl who wanted to move to Dubai and work uh, there in services. 
mm-hmm. and save up money. And there were uh, students who were moving as well to U.S. and wanted to improve speaking skills. There were even in U.S. people who won a green card and moved to U.S. but were lacking, were uh, not really speaking well English and they needed help. So I, w- I had really different students with different circumstances and goals, mm-hmm. but all of them were connected because they could, they needed to learn English. Mm-hmm. So um, it is really motivating for me to teach them because I know that uh, I make difference and I help people who I help people to improve their English and it just seems that it just seems very maybe for people it seems easy or not really valuable but through just English they can get a job they can travel they can speak with people they can get friends like this so mm-hmm. I think just through learning one language there's a lot of doors going to open to students mm-hmm. and I really wanted them to be able to reach their dreams because English helped me a lot uh, in terms of achieving all of my goals because without English I wouldn't be able to be here I wouldn't be able to communicate well with people that I admire Mm -hmm. so that's why I hired I actually hired just two teachers and started delegating and I taught them everything I know and I was also attending classes and giving feedback on how to conduct a class mm-hmm. and yeah I went through like hiring process I went through marketing because I was advertising on my social media and all of my customers actually came only from Instagram and I had uh, around 10,000 followers which is a little mm-hmm. I would say and I still had customers so uh, through my social media, I was able to launch my English courses. Then I hired people. I did advertising. And then after that, uh, I prepared full program. Mm-hmm. I made PowerPoint presentations. I prepared all books and homeworks. And then I just showed teachers how to conduct. And uh, I tried to make it very interesting and interactive I didn't want just it wasn't bland content because I wanted to make sure that it it will be a fun way to learn English after learning and studying in U.S. I learned from my own English teachers how to conduct classes uh, how to engage students and uh, how to make sure that students have fun and learn at the same time Yeah, so at the end of all of that, you decided to take a break, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, okay, so tell me what you learned from scaling that you would do differently. And also, we'll get into the whole break section, okay? Sure. Yes, I did a mistake that I hired, actually, uh, teachers in this early stage of my business because I didn't grow that much in followers and I didn't have a lot of amount of customers to hire people. And I think I was just very tired to 
teach and I was at the same time accountant and teacher and I was making program and I was advertising and all of these piled up and I was uh, a bit tired of doing it alone. So I wanted people to help me and I decided to hire, but I think it was too early to hire because uh, the money I earned and the money I gave to teachers weren't really profitable in my business. I learned it in a hard way because in the end, uh, the profit I got teaching myself and profit I got by hiring was the same. Mm -hmm. So I think I should have not hired people and actually work on my social media more, make more target content in my Instagram and get more uh, followers and clients this way. And then when it's when I would have a lot of customers over 200, I should have hired. And we've kind of talked about that a little bit in the past, but um, but it's good to recognize when you are pay- not paying yourself for all the extra stuff that you're providing for your teachers, right? Yeah. Because you did a lot of work to teach them how to teach the courses. Yes, that's correct. And I also I would say it was good lesson and good experience even though it wasn't profitable more profitable than i was doing it alone i learned how to communicate with uh, with other teachers with my colleagues and also i learned how to uh, lead the courses how Mm -hmm. to give feedback communicate better with people because it was like real time it was my first time in my own uh, little business to be able to Uh, communicate with my colleagues and uh, I was I think it it, I think it is valuable enough absolutely yeah yeah absolutely and I I just want to just put a plug in here that like Ipri is was 16 when I met her (laughs) and that was only a few years ago so this is significant progress in what you've been able to accomplish with building an Instagram profile, building a business, learning English. Uh, Obviously, like myself included, we could all continue to improve on our skills in language learning. Yeah. But I don't, I do think the valuable thing that I I want listeners to realize, because I I do have a lot of listeners from all over the world, um, that it, it doesn't matter what stage you're in of learning a skill. If you are farther along, than the person behind you, you can educate. You can teach someone about something that you've done and you can provide that value because I think that's what you've consistently done to push yourself forward. Yeah, I was scared, but I was just going forward with the fear. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Because I think I'm not perfect uh, and I don't speak perfectly English, but I just uh, realized that I had a lot of experience teaching then I went to US and then I was able to accomplish some of my dreams some of my goals so that's why I realized that uh, even if my English is not perfect enough I can teach someone who was behind me and that's why I actually was teaching beginners and A1, A2, A, B1 levels because mm-hmm. I do understand my level of English as well and I don't think I'm perfect enough 
I would probably make a lot of mistakes speaking right now because I'm super tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think it's, it's really important to be self-conscious enough to know yourself and your abilities so you could know your worth and you would be able to realistically scale your skills. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being with me today, by the way. Thank you yeah. for inviting me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna do we're gonna transition to first. How can people find you? They can find me through my Instagram page, I would say, because I use my Instagram more than any other social media. Okay, and what is that? What's your username? It's ipo dot o two. It's uh, my nickname. My name is IPD, but my nickname is Ipo. Okay, A I. P-O dot O-2. Yes, that's correct. On Instagram. Okay. Very cool. And uh, we're going to transition now to the gawk portion of this episode where we're going to tell you <laughs> a story about my experience in Hungary so far. And okay, for the record, Hungary is gorgeous. It is relatively moderate in temperature and fantastic in um so many different things in regards to food like let's just let's just throw that out there before we get to the (laughs) the other thing (laughs) so um i'm staying at a like a vrbo or whatever and um as we're here before we got here we got a message from the host saying just let you know there's a little bit the the cleaner said that there was a, a leak in the ceiling so we put a bucket there and a surprise <laughs> so we got here there's a little leak coming in in this bucket and it's like okay but as the the next day came on it started the wallpaper started to peel off the ceiling and then it started to like go farther down and then the leak wasn't like catching in the bucket anymore and I kept trying to move the bucket and there was a towel and it was getting soaked <laughs> this <is> ridiculous <laughs> so I ended up messaging the host and she said, hey, I just want to let you know this is getting worse and I don't want it to wreck your apartment, so you should really come and check it out. And um, they didn't have the, the ser- it was over the weekend, so their service people couldn't come yet and everything. And so um, finally they got here with the service people and they ended up having to rip out a huge piece of the ceiling, <laughs> like, and I showed uh, I pre the picture. Yeah, <laughs> she it looks pretty <laughs> intense. It is, and there's sheetrock that just like all over the floor. It was it was crazy. It looks so, like it's renovating, even though you guys are living here right now. Yeah, it's like Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Airbnb renovation edition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I felt so bad for these people because, I mean, this is an old building. Mm-hmm. And they had just bought the apartment like a few year, like a year ago or something. And she's like, I just, when I saw it, I, I almost cried. And I was like... Yeah, but the apartment itself from the pictures, it seems oh, very it's, fancy. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah I love this apartment. Yeah. I, I have no problem with it. But yeah, so, which we're in the middle of renovating some things at our house. So I was like, oh, don't worry. Like, this this happened to us too. It's not a big deal. Like, <laughs> it doesn't even seem like Airbnb or hotel. It seems like a home. Yeah. <laughs> this thing usually happens at home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this is just my home away from home. I would get a, a plumbing leak while on vacation. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, so um, that is my gawk for today. Mm. But good news is the leak stopped. Um, and they're going to be renovating the rest of it probably after we leave. Mm. Yeah, hopefully. But anyways, thank you for joining us today. And if you're listening in the in the evening, it's, it's definitely late here. So Yes, <laughs> it's the midnight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and you can give it a review on Spotify. And next week, I'm going to be speaking with another guest in another country that I am super excited about. So definitely tune in as well.